everyone, it's Joe here and welcome to episode one of the 22-23 season of the Snake Draft FPL League podcast. In this show, we'll be going through all the key issues in Draft Fantasy Premier League. There'll be a bit about our league, which is hosted by the website Draft Fantasy Football. We use official FPL scoring with the addition of Kante points, which are one extra point per every two tackles or interceptions. So while we're focused on DFF, what we chat about will also definitely apply to official FPL draft. We'll also chat through a couple of general football and fantasy topics, such as team and player comparisons. Snake Draft FPL is a 12-man... Oh, I haven't changed that. It's an 11-man head-to-head league this season. And I am joined today by two of them. First of all, Mr. Michael Antrobus, how are you feeling? Are you excited for the new season, ready to get going? I, I am very excited for the new season. Um, looking forward to getting my name back on that trophy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oops. Good. That's what I like to hear. Nath, how are you doing? Yeah, all good. Um, looking forward to the new season. Um, it should be a good one. And um, yeah, just hoping to be up there again rather than yeah. down at the bottom. Yeah, well, you've had a taste of both sides now, haven't you? So it's definitely more enjoyable. Well, I'd like to think it's more enjoyable at the top. Obviously, I've never definitely. been down the bottom. So, But I can only imagine it's not that much fun. Um I'm very excited for the new season. I, I mean, as you can tell, the, the content has been coming out thick and fast. Um, I'm in five draft leagues this year, which is the most I've ever been in. I, and I think it's going to get very confusing about who I'm rooting for and who, who I'm not rooting <laughs> for. But uh, yeah, I'm very excited. Right, let's, let's jump right in then. The first topic is going to be top five. So who would be your first five picks in the draft this season in order um, I, I'll go first, I, I guess, because probably, uh, a lot of people know mine because <laughs> I, I've been posting them all over the place. So I'll go first uh, and it gives Mike a bit of a time to think cause he's not, uh, seen this yet. So I'll go first. So number one for me, Mo Salah, obviously not going to talk about that, him too much. I, I just think mile miles away ahead. Number two, I've got Son. I think Son and Kane are really close, but Son just gets those extra points for the clean sheet and and uh, extra goal point and stuff. So I think I prefer him. Kane, number three, um, as I said, just behind Son. KDB, four, um, just absolutely lit it up at the end of last season and all-round points machine. And then the new boy, Haaland, at five. I did have him, I think, third originally, but... Just getting cold feet over the like injury niggles rotation, so he has dropped down to fifth for me. Right, Nath, I will turn it over to you now. Talk us through your top five. Yeah, so uh, I've got the top four the same. I've got Salah, Son, Kane, and then KDB, and then I've got Trent Alexander-Arnold. Whoosh! I um, do not trust Harland to be honest, and I do not trust Pep. Um, with yep. the selections so even though Harlan could score a lot of goals but he could miss out on maybe three months of the season mm. and uh what happens if um Man City are actually a little bit down and they're not going to win the Premier League he's going to be prioritized in the Champions League instead and yep. then Alvarez is going to be played in the Premier League something like this some sort of rotation will happen with him so, um, yeah, I would rather have uh, a solid Trent Alexander-Arnold. You know what you're going to get with Trent, don't you? Like, it's exactly. absolutely guaranteed what he gives you, which is nice. Okay, then, Mike, you've had, you've had about three minutes to think. I'm sure, to, be, to, be for, to be fair, I'm sure your list is already well prepared anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, um, um, take it away then. What do you think? So, Salah, obviously top. Uh, Son, second. Uh, Kane, third. Yeah. And I've got Haaland fourth. Okay. And I've actually got Sterling fifth. Ooh. Nice. I like it. It was a, okay. it was a toss up between rogue. Sterling and Jesus. Cause mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't, I don't know. They're probably equal for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. If I have six, it'd be that. Yeah. No, that's, that's interesting. I think um, Sterling is. Um, I don't know. It's it's a. I think it's a little bit of a risk because the, uh, he generally doesn't play with wingers. So is he actually going to play through the middle because they don't have an out and out striker? 
Is he? Yeah. Are, are they going to start playing with wingers? Is he going to be in that uh, like uh, ZH role for a little bit that yeah. there was, or is he going to be in the Mount role where Mount yeah. was out to yeah. the left, but yeah. like inside a little bit? And then where's Mount going to go? Mm. So yeah, I know what you mean. It is. It is kind of you know they play a front three most of the time, but it's not like Pep's wide wingers that hug the touchline and and uh you know yeah. it they are very much almost a, like right and left attacking mids yeah. um so yeah i know what you mean i i think i i suspect that he they will revert to kind of a more natural winger system and havertz will play almost like a false nine and mm. create space for sterling and, and mount to get in behind yeah um I, I think Havertz, Sterling, and Mount is a pretty sick front three, and that yeah, I think that's kind of nailed on. Yeah, you'd you'd hope so. I I, yeah. I can't see Sterling not starting. Um, fifty million is a lot of money even for Chelsea, mm. and mm. I, I'm and he is like he is quality. He's pedig- Premier League pedigree, so I'm sure he's going to start. I, yeah, I've got Sterling at six to be fair, so yeah, he's not far off for me. I, I think I think the thing is he is he people always say he misses a lot of chances. But he gets so many chances and he is like, he's just one of those people that has an absolute knack for being in the right place at the right time. Yeah, especially that back post. Yeah, like the back post like tap-ins. People mm-hmm. say, oh, he only really scores tap-ins, but that's great. He scores. Like, that's what you want. Yeah, I, I want someone that only scores tap-ins. Like, that's yeah. ideal. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. So we're all pretty close in. We all had Salason Kane top three. Um, mm-hmm. So no KDB in the top five for you, Mike? No. Not interested this year. Ah, KDB's a hard one. I mean, it's them injuries, isn't it? And he goes, yeah. it goes off to the World Cup. What's going to yeah. happen? He normally That's gets a, a bit fatigued. It but... does scare me. Like the start of last season, he didn't start off the best, but then no, he still shit. smashed it. Like when he, you know, towards the end mm. of the season. Yeah. Know, KDB's a hard one. I like for me. I like oh, from last year. I need starting players. Because I really messed up last season. <laughs> yeah. The, the one thing with KDB is I think he plays. I think the, the thing is as well, this is his first summer's rest in like mm-hmm. three seasons. Because even the season before last, he was injured over the summer and didn't really get a rest in a preseason. So, yeah. Yeah. I think he'll start the season strong. I, I, I know what you mean. Once they come back from the World Cup, then it's kind of anyone's guess. But I mean, that affects like three quarters of the league, I guess. That's why I think Salah is so far and away ahead as people mm. one. Like no yeah. World Cup. He's literally got a month off in the yeah. middle of the season. Yeah. He's gonna absolutely wreak havoc. Mm-hmm. Like this is probably the first season since we've been doing this, like seven years. This is the first season I've actually really wanted first pick. Mm-hmm. Normally I don't, yeah. I'm not interested in it really. I think first like that second round could pick and make or break your season and being like 24th pick or something is can be a nightmare, but I think Salah's just going to absolutely boss it this year. So Yeah. Cool. Okay, then. Let's go on to the next one. So, biggest risk this year that could prove Ooh. to have the most reward. I know exactly who this... As soon as I read this, I hope Nate's not got the same person, but as soon as I read this, one name... Well, actually, two. And one of them I know Nate is thinking of, but the other one... It, I don't think he is. So, uh, right, I'll go to you first, Nave, because I can see that cheeky grin. You're excited uh, about this question. You love a risk. Yeah, yeah. So my one is uh, I've got I've got two. I put down two. <laughs> Mine is uh, Darwin Nunez. Yeah. Or Anthony Martial. That's that's the one oh. I had you pegged for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had Martial the first year. Obviously, I came Sacco my first year, but um, he he. Uh, he was on fire that year. I think mm. it was like 20, 20 goals yeah, or something yeah. like that. Was, yeah. yeah. Um, 20 open play goals as well. No pens. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. Yeah. It looks like Ronaldo is going to be out. So Martial, um, even in, um, even in FPL is going to be, might be a good pick uh, mm. to have up because he'll be the starting striker. Uh, Darwin Nunez, the, the footage of him during pre-season is, seems a bit a bit off <laughs> serious and, Andy Carroll vibes yeah <laughs> you yeah. hate to say it because I was really excited yeah. yeah 
Yeah, <laughs> I, and um, from from what I've seen on Twitter and like some of these uh, YouTube pages uh, for uh, Liverpool are saying is that it's uh, generally a um, language barrier, and mm. also that he's very one-footed. Yeah. So um, it's hard for him to uh, adjust to the system where he needs to be good with both feet. Yeah, realistically, needs to be able to go both ways. Yeah. I'm where I think I think defenders, yeah, I think defenders, if they know that he's got a strong foot and a weak foot, it's very Makes easy it to, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're my two picks. Nice, yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, I- I'll go next because t- Tony Martial was one of mine. Um, mm-hmm. I know what you mean. It, it, I think the thing is, I don't think he's even much of a risk. The only risk for me. Is that Ronaldo stays? That's the only way I think that yeah he becomes a bad pick. Um, and there there is a, there is a possibility that Ronaldo stays, right? I mean, he's mm. not going to go. He's not going to terminate. His, they're not going to terminate his contract. So someone needs to, even if he goes for free, him. someone needs to put up the wages, mm-hmm. and and yeah. like someone needs to be there to take him off their hands. And when you look around Europe, you just think, I'm not sure who that's going to be. So they might struggle to get rid of him. And I think at this stage, because he's missed the tour, he's not played in preseason. Obviously, we know how fit he keeps himself. I don't think he'd start the season playing. So I think Martial will get the spot for the first few games. But the problem is, you do not keep Ronaldo on the bench all year. So even if Martial starts a few games, he's just going to lose so many minutes Mm-hmm. to Ronaldo that it's going to be so frustrating. So he is he is a risk. I mean, best case scenario is that Ronaldo goes and then Martial, Sancho, Rashford and Bruno all become way better picks, which is crazy mm-hmm. to think. But mm-hmm. that seems to be how it's going to be. So yeah, he, he is definitely one of mine. My main one this year, and I'm not even convinced it's that much of a risk really. It's just someone I really want to draft. And that's, I don't even like him. In fact, I really don't like him as a person. Well, I don't mm-hmm. know him as a person, but from what I can tell. And that's Jesse Lingard. I just think... Jesse Lingard at Forest. I think that he is going to absolutely shine, to be honest. Mm. Um, mainly because I think he fits the system absolutely perfectly. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to play every minute because he's their talisman. 100%. And he it thrives when people like adore him. Like that mm-hmm. half a season at West Ham when he kind of completely turned their season around. Like that confidence that he gets... He just seems like a different player when that happens. And like, yeah, talking about the system, like they're almost certainly going to play this, like basically a three, five, two Lingard's going to go in behind their two forwards, mm-hmm. uh, Brennan Johnson and Alan and they just split all the time. They run the channels, they mm-hmm. drag the defenders away and they just leave this br- great big hole for the number 10 who last season, I can't think what it's, it's his name's just disappeared from my head but anyway he had no end product he, he had loads mm-hmm. of chances he had like crazy stats but he's got like five or six goals and and similar assists because he just had no end product good player but no end product but i think jesse lingard is one of those players that he is a for all his faults he is a good finisher like he scores yeah. like a lot of goals from not the best chances so yeah i just think i think it's going to be fun to watch him um, yeah uh, i'm quite excited mm-hmm his his half turn is mm. one of the best in the leagues. Like just taking the ball on the half turn and then being able to do something with it is is a sight to see. Yeah, but I I'm not sure. It, maybe he's going to do good against the uh, like the the bottom side teams, but against these good teams, Forest are just going to well, get overrun. And, and, that, and that's why he's a risk, right? I mean, the team is not. Good. I don't think the team, as it stands, looks their defense good is to awful. Stay up. And I don't see them staying up. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't always. It doesn't. They don't. You don't always need the team to do that well mm-hmm. um, for a player, individual player, to do well. Um, yeah. So. Puki. Exactly. <laughs> a la Puki. Yeah. So. Yeah, it is a risk because they could just be bad, and the system doesn't work, and they end up having to go to a more defensive style, and he just doesn't get any points. But. That's what mm-hmm. I'm going for anyway. Mike, what are you thinking? Biggest well, risk of the season? I've, as I was reading through, I was like, you know what? I'm definitely going to pick Marshall here. But then... <laughs> like, it screams out to you, doesn't it? Yeah, I think he, he's the major one. He's definitely the top tier for like risk rewards. Um, yeah, Lingard is a good pick. I, I really like Alvarez, but yeah, he's obviously... I- 
He's not going to play. Good, I mean, if Hallen, if Hallen's out, then having Alvarez, I think that's oh damn decent. Like yeah, having him as like, like third striker. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And then um, last season, how many times did we say Grealish is going to come good next season? He's going to come good. So mm-hmm. is he? Yeah, you know, are people one. still thinking that? Still thinking yeah. that about Grealish? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one as well. Um, Grealish, I, 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 I think he's gonna start on the left. I mean, no one really knows, but mm-hmm. I think he will be first choice on the left to start with. Yeah, yeah, and he could just feed Halland like all fucking day. Yeah. And that could be like unreal. <laughs> it's just, yeah. 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 Do, yeah. do you guys think that uh, Bernardo Silva is going to get dropped? I think he's going to get dropped now. I think I don't. I don't know if I'd go as far as to say dropped, but I don't think he'll be in their first choice eleven. But then, does Pep ever really have a? He has a first no. choice for each game, doesn't he? He has a first um, choice, Rodri. That's it. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. I think the one thing Bernardo Silva's got in his favour is that when City play against real deep defensive teams, Pep likes to play the like quick footed mm-hmm. attackers like Grealish, Bernardo Silva, Mares. Mm-hmm. Like he likes to play the ones that, that can navigate like no space. And I think that's where he really does come into his own. Um mm-hmm. and in those games, and that's the other thing, like when you see Bournemouth at home in game week two for City is that the kind of game that Haaland's actually going to do well in? Because he's not going to have any space to run into. I mean, I know he is a poacher. He can get yeah. goals anywhere, but it's not the, that's not the game that screams to me like goals for Haaland because they're going to be sat so deep. Yeah. Like they're going to, they're going to camp the six yard box. Yeah. You know, they're going to pack the middle of the park. Like yeah. surely the, the chances there are for the likes of Grealish, Bernardo Silva, Foden, who mm-hmm. can like maneuver that space. So, some, you, I've, I've got a feeling Haaland, I mean, we're going off topic a bit, but I've got a feeling Haaland might be that kind of pick that doesn't do well in the games you think he's going to do really well in, but then yeah. absolutely smashes it in like against like I, Leicester, for instance, yeah, or or Liverpool or yeah. teams where he can get in behind and use his pace and power in that. Yeah, mm. for sure. I agree. Yeah, interesting. Uh, okay, then next one. Um Player that did well last year that you think is going to flop this year. So, what are we thinking? I will go to Nathan first. Norgard. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. I. I don't know. I can just. Uh. He was a very good asset last year. Um. I still think he's going to get good points but i think people are going to try and draft him uh higher than he actually should be going yeah so yeah. so that's so that's why i'm considering him a flop rather he yeah. he won't he won't be a flop but he will be a flop he'll be, considering he'll underperform underperform for where he's going to go in, a, yeah. in the draft 100 I, I think yeah uh, i see that i mean especially uh in our league, obviously, we have Kante points. So last mm-hmm. year, he was like unreal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I can get on board with that. Um, the one I'm going to go for is Richarlison. Mm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's a bit of an obvious one, but I don't think he's going to... Well, obviously, he's not going to start gaming one because he's suspended. Um, and then if Kulisevsky starts on the right against Saints and they win three or four nil... Which mm-hmm. they probably look like they're well. gonna. Um, do, do they? Do then one of them get dropped for Richarlison in game week two? I don't think so. Probably mm-hmm. not. So then Kulusevski probably gets the spot against Chelsea, and then from there, like I don't know, it's hard. It's hard to see. Richarlison's never really played on the right ever. I mean, I'm sure he will because I don't see Son moving over to the right, even though he could. It just doesn't really seem to make sense to adjust like your best player of last season to suit a new sign-in so mm-hmm. yeah it all just it doesn't add up to a lot of points for me I don't think for Richarlison um, but yeah that's that's the one that jumped out at me I just yeah. I'm not interested in owning him whatsoever but but then is he a good asset for the five subs I could see yeah. I could see him and Kulusevsky like literally 
Sure. One of them does one half, one of them yeah. does the other half. Antonio Conte is the kind of manager that. to do that, yeah. 100%. I think five subs helps him because I think he will play. Mm-hmm. He'll get at least 15 minutes minimum, probably 25, 30 minutes yeah. every single game. And that and that's a thing that kind of puts me off Kulisevsky as well. Even if he started every game of the season, I don't think he'll get 90 minutes a single no. time because no. he will come off for Richarlison or for Lucas Moura every single game with five subs, like every, every game. So yeah. yeah, kind of puts me off Kudasevsky as well. I guess he's also someone that I think won't do as good as he did in the second half of last season. Um, mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I'm not keen on that. Any, any, any additional ones, Mike, that you can uh, come off the top of your head? Um, possibly Jota. I don't think he'll have yeah. as good a season. Mm. Yeah. Fair. Um, it's not a specific player, but Leicester as a whole, like I don't think Madison, what is going on? Tielemans, Vardy, I don't think they get as much as much, many points as they did last season because I don't know what they're doing. I really don't think they're going to do well. Have they made a single sign-in? No, no, none. That's and Schmeichel's out of the door. As long is that, as they is got that, a replacement, is it done? Is it, is yeah, it, as, as long as they got a replacement, it's already signed. But Leicester have to find a replacement. Jesus. It's mad, isn't it? Like, what That's is crazy. going on there? No. Like, it's very bizarre. Because they've but always then, been quite proactive in the transfer market, haven't they? Yeah. The last sort of five years. Yeah. But then, like, I also think that they've been played with injuries for, the, like, the last two yeah. years. So a lot of the players that they did try and sign, well, that they did sign, haven't actually played much at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Brendan Rogers came out and said, like, this is the sharpest he's ever seen uh, Madison. So yeah. it, it, it like okay, take it take it from the word of a manager who's trying to probably big up his player and try and get him into a good mental attitude. Yeah, but um, I I, I could see it. it. I could yeah, you can't ignore it. I could see Madison doing well, and I and for some reason I can see um, Pats and Daka. Oh, you love you love right. Pats and Daka, don't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I I. I think Madison is the only one that I am particularly interested in drafting. I think yeah. all the rest, and kind of Harvey Barnes to a lesser extent as well. I, mm-hmm. I don't mind him, but um, yeah, I definitely the defense has. I've got absolutely zero interest. I don't think I have a single lesser defender on my hundred and seventy man ranking. Actually, I do. I have Castagna. I'm not. I'm, I might take him off. <laughs> well, I, I've, I've, I've got uh, Ricardo Pereira. Um, he's, yeah. he's, play, he's played quite a lot. Is he, of is he fit? Is he fit yeah. and flying? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'll swap Castani for Pereira. Castani's a bad pick. I don't know why he's on it. I'll have to take him off. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, it doesn't. It does. Just doesn't. It's not like a good positive experience in the preseason that's the vibe i'm getting like yeah i always think it's it's much more exciting to draft a player that's coming off the back of like an exciting preseason like jesus for instance is mm-hmm. goals galore and you gotta think his confidence can be flying it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if brendan rogers is saying that stuff about madison or i mean he may well be very sharp i'm sure he mm-hmm. is but he's he must be thinking fucking hell there's a bit of a miserable mood about the place yeah. Because we like our team's kind of falling apart. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Mad- Madison, I think, just is a very talented footballer and will mm-hmm. just kind of get points by osmosis. But yeah, yeah. the rest of them, I'm, I, I'm not interested in Vardy. Um, I'm, not- I'm, I'm certain in every single one of my five drafts, someone will take Vardy way earlier than Way I'm too early. Planning. It's every year as well, though, isn't it? Yeah, I say, I, yeah. <laughs> I have said this every year and, and I've been wrong many years, but I've got no interest in him at all mm-hmm. this year. Uh, okay. Next one then. Undervalued assets that you should be looking out for. So people you think sneaky under the radar that you can get later rounds or maybe mid rounds that you think are, are worth it. Or, or maybe even early rounds that you know people are going to take a bit later than than possible, and you can get away with them. So uh, I will go over to you, Nath. What have you got for this? Yeah, so I've got one for the early rounds. Yep. 
and that is Grealish. Yeah, like, okay. Uh, As like Mike saying. was saying before, yeah, I think people are going to look at last season and go, "Oh well, he didn't get any goal, not many goals, not many assists. Is he going to be part of Pep Roulette? Blah blah blah, that sort of stuff." But I can see him. Um, I can see him doing well, being at least in the top twelve of, of yeah. point scorers this year. And I think people will probably try try and they probably think that they could get him round three, round four instead. Mm. That's yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Fair. Mike, you got anyone off the top of your head? Um top of my head. Do you want me to throw some names out there? I've got a few. Um I, I've got I think uh Solanke is one for me. I think Solanke. people will think Bournemouth are just crap. Um, I'm trying to think and... where like Sancho, like how high people rate in Sancho. I, mean, I think he's the same as Grealish. Like yeah. I think yeah. people will try and go like round three, round four for him. So yeah. I, I also think Sancho's going to have a good year. I could see someone like Connor picking him up round two. So. Yeah, yeah, it's tough in our league because we've got so many yeah. United fans, haven't we? That um, <laughs> like they, you know, they're going to jump on them. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't really know. Fuck from Sancho. Yeah, yeah, I think I think Sancho could be a good one. Um, yeah, I think I think Solanke's one for me. I, I just see a lot of people right in Bournemouth clean off, mm-hmm. um, and then he. I think, like we were saying about Pookie, there's all if he if Solanke's involved in half of their goals. Which he was in. He was involved in like forty odd percent in the championship, and I don't see that number going down. Yeah, they're gonna score thirty goals probably minimum. Yeah. You would think mm-hmm. so. That's fifteen returns already, which is no like it's not a stretch to think that Solanke could get ten to fifteen goals this year. I mean, he's on pens, plays every yeah. minute. Bournemouth are they've got some decent attacking threat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think people will look at him and think, "Oh, eighth round, I'll pick him up." But I think mm-hmm. he'll, he'll go. I'll, I'll be taking him way earlier than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've I've got a I've got a hopeful go that I hope um, will get minutes that people won't be expecting, and that is Cameron Archer. Ooh, okay, he looks yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, he's been on my radar for a couple of years. And um, I'm just waiting for him to really just. Um, can you remember Kane went on loans and stuff like that, and then yeah. suddenly, suddenly he came into the Spurs squad. I could see Cameron Archer. Yeah, I could see uh, Cameron Archer doing something like that. Yeah, he's he's had, he's had quite a good preseason, hasn't he? I, I've been Very hearing a lot of like, yeah. I've been hearing a lot of good things about about Cameron Archer in preseason. So. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. So, is he going to be your fourteenth round? And there, there'll be Hail Mary, Hail Mary, yeah. And and when I because Nate's Nate's going to be on, we're all going to be in person drafting, but Nate's going to be on Facetime. And when I call out, oh, Nate's pick Cameron Archer. All we hear is who? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. No, no, I like I, it. I, I, I think I'll in the fourteenth round. Yeah, out of <laughs> if 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 Alvarez is still available, I'll pick Alvarez. Yeah, he he would be my third choice striker. But if there's uh, any, if there's not many strikers left, then yeah, Cameron Archer would be um, would be up there. Nice. In in, in a similar vein, actually, to um, Cameron Archer, there's also the lad Chocolate from um, Palace. Uh, oh yeah. Um, hang on, what is his name? I've got him right here. His name is Plange. Oh, he's been playing in pre- yeah, he's been playing in preseason, like, and doing well allegedly. Mm-hmm. I've I'd literally never heard of him. Yeah, um, but he's been doing pretty well in preseason apparently. And that spot, like that Mateta Edward mm-hmm. kind of dance that they've been doing. Yeah, like I could see like a youth prospect just swooping in and taking the spot from both of them because neither of them seem particularly. I, like I had really high hopes for Edward. Yeah, and he just never really got it did he no and he just never had mm-hmm. the spot locked down which is kind of the bare minimum you want for a forward isn't it yeah yeah there's there's also um 
I, I just want to highlight um, Crystal Palace because I think they're going to be uh, quite a good team. I think they're going to be yeah, around 10th agreed. spot. Um, I, there's uh, three, three definite players which I would be looking out for, and that is uh, Czech Decore. Mm-hmm. As a CDM, um, his numbers in uh, in the F- French league last year were insane, and uh, I think Elise is going to be yeah, unbelievable this year. And then um, someone in the midfield as well that is Rack Saki. Ooh, okay. he's played quite a lot of uh, preseason so far, and I, do, I and I think that um, people like uh, Road of the World and Hughes Schlup. Uh, Kuate uh, Milivojevic I don't think they're going to be playing I yeah. think he's going to uh, get like a young side in there yeah Agreed. so uh, I, I don't think yeah. I, I think all of those mids you just named are all a bit like uninspiring like uh, come on yeah like they're, they're kind of past not they're not all past it I wouldn't say past it but they're not they've never really cut it yeah they? yeah um, so that yeah, that spot in the team is ripe for for picking. I would say as well, just on Palace, like I think their defense is legit, like top five defense in the league. Yeah, I I I mean I've got Anderson in the draft I did yesterday, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm more like Anderson, Gwehi, or Mitchell. I think yeah. are all mm-hmm. like boring but very astute picks, and yeah. I'd be happy to draft all of them. Um, left back. Is a bit different. No, not, right, I'm right, right back. Because um, Mitchell plays left back. It's Sorry, right back. That's yeah, the yeah. right back is, is the problem, isn't it? Yeah, um, I'm not. Yeah, not certain on on who's going to start there. So I'm just kind of staying away from it. But yeah, yeah, I, I like Palace a lot. I fancy yeah. them to do well. They're, I think one of their major problems as well. Are, are, if if I was drafted, and I'll give advice to anyone: do not pick a Palace goalkeeper. They have Sam Johnston, <laughs> yeah. Butland, and uh, Guaita. All three good All enough three. to be <laughs> first choice. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's so weird, isn't it? Like, it's yeah. so, why? Maybe, maybe we might see a uh, Vieira rotation of goalkeepers at halftime. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't, because I picked up fucking Gaeta last year. I dropped it. I dropped Saar when he was the top point scorer for mm-hmm. Gaeta because I thought oh, his run of fixtures has come to an end now. It's time to swap keepers. Picked up Gaeta. And then he got yeah. dropped for Butland. Then the next week, I thought, okay, take your medicine. You've made a mistake. <laughs> Picked up Butland, dropped Gaeta, and fucking Gaeta played the next week. So yeah. I had two weeks in a row of no fucking Palace mm-hmm. keepers. So I'm not going back to that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that was just an absolute nightmare. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I, I wrote these questions for you, Jay. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I just want to. Uh, this is my main question which i really want to like know what you guys Go are on. thinking um so it's players you're most excited to watch oh yeah so i can start um, i know okay. you're excited to watch half the league yeah, you're yeah buzzing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my, my most excited player to watch will be jamel Lowe. oh 100 um just he I'm a Pompey fan, so he was at Pompey. We we got him from non-league, and it's for me, it's amazing to see him now in the Premier League. When he was in League Two, and I was watching him, I, I said this guy could make it to the Premier League 100, percent and now he has. So I'm just uh, hoping for he's kind him, of a cult hero well. for Pompey fans, isn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I think that, I, everyone's I've, just, I've, everyone just seems made up for him. Yeah, he yeah. seems to be the the kind of. Vibe. Yeah, yeah, um, and I've, it's. I think his story is better than Jamie Vardy's. A hundred percent. He he was literally not even playing football. He was a PE teacher, and then he he didn't play football for like two years, and then he started playing non-league, and then got into League Two, and now he's in the Premier League. It's yeah, uh, it's, it's quite ama- amazing story. Yeah, so I I want to see that story progress, and. Um, yeah, want to see him a lot of minutes this year and playing for Jamaica as well. Yeah, uh, it, is, it is a great story, Jamal Lowe. It, it is for sure. The only thing is, I'm not, I'm not sure if he's going to start for Bournemouth because no. I did have him in my rankings initially, but then the more I looked at it, I'm just, 
there seems to be three or four players for two spots in yeah. the, in the wide areas, and I don't really and any of them could could be you know the starters, the likes of Lowe, Christie, Stanislas, yeah. Anthony, like not yeah really sure. I think Anthony and you, is probably the most and you got uh, and you got um uh what's his name the um the Welsh. Oh, player. Brooks. Brooks coming back. Yeah, he's back coming back as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, I, I'm just, I'm looking for. He's my one player that I'm I'm really going to be like watching all the highlights of his and stuff. That's cool. That's good. That's heartwarming story. Very nice, Nave. Not often <laughs> you get that from a Pompey fan. Go on then, Mike. Um, anyone you're um, really excited to see? Bit of a simp move, but Harland. Just watching Harland in the Prem. I mean, I think everyone's yeah. kind of excited about that. Yeah. And um, I'm actually like excited to watch Jesus at Arsenal. I feel like he's yeah, actually yeah. doing bits, and I'm not a big fan of Arsenal, but I'd like to see him I'd like to see him do well. I think people seem to it's it's not often that there's a player that seems kind of universally liked by everyone. Like I, mm. I don't remember coming across many people that don't like. Gabriel Jesus. I'm not really sure why that is. I guess kind of works hard, scores good goals, yeah. doesn't dive, like doesn't really. Yeah. He doesn't dive. He doesn't dive. He well, definitely no, sorry, dives. He does, sorry, he does dive. <laughs> I but, think that's why he's hated by people. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, maybe. I don't. You don't see much hate for him online though, like no. on Twitter and that. He does. Yeah, you're right. He does dive, but I think he's not. He's not like a winger, is he? And that's what Pete really pisses oh, people off. Bruno. <laughs> yeah, unlike Bruno, yes, Bruno. exactly. Yeah, um, someone I'm I'm really uh, intrigued to watch actually is um, Martinez at United. I'm just interested mm. to see how they like. Uh, in fact, United in general, I'm just really intrigued to see how they set up and like how they're gonna like what. I don't. I can't quite get my head around their midfield and how it's going to function with, especially if they don't sign De Jong not that he mm-hmm. fixes all their problems but I really can't imagine like I can't draw a formation and think that makes sense yeah so yeah I'm intrigued to see how kind of Ten Hag solves that problem because the midfield's mm-hmm. been their big issue in my opinion for the last 10 years probably yeah. um and it doesn't seem like well, the main problem is ever since Ander Herrera left, really, is when the problems really started in midfield. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I, I'm intrigued because I think I think he's probably going to play as a centre back or as a centre defensive mid that drops into a back three and then is kind of yeah. a centre back anyway. Yeah. But yeah, they don't really have a. I mean, they've got Fred who is okay he, winning the ball back but yeah but he he's he's going to be the destroyer so uh yeah. with te- with ten hag he always plays uh two holding midfielders one holding midfielder will sit just in front of the defense and one will go and find the ball fred's yeah. going to be that guy that's going to be running Hunter, all the time yeah. Finding the ball. yeah yeah um it's interesting I- i'm just intrigued to see and it's always interesting seeing a short guy at center back like, <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm intrigued by that. Um, I'm, I'm also. I, I am. I don't. I, like I said, I, I talked about Jesse Lingard earlier, but I'm excited to see Forrest in the Prem as well. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's much more exciting when you get a big old club come up. Like when yeah, these come yeah. up as well. Um, it is exciting to see a big club come up. Mm-hmm. A lot of history and the fans are just going to be like absolutely pumped, aren't they? I mean, it must be so exciting for them. So yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see that how they play out. And I, I, I think the, I think the relegation race is going to be really interesting because I think there's in my mind there's a few teams that I think are all similar sort of level. I think like there's the, like seven teams. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the three promoted teams. I think. Uh, you can always put them in the mix. Any promoted mm-hmm. team is is always in the mix, really. Um, yeah. Then you've got Leeds, Saints. Neither of them have improved over the summer, really. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, Leeds have got worse, I, I think. You can't... Like, Rafinha was so far above their level. 
I, 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 I like I, Sinistero who they signed. I, I think he looks I good, would say but... what I I would say one thing. Sinistero look, looking at his stats unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. he does look good. He does look yeah. good, but I mean Rafinha was I mean he's gone to Barca. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Barca weren't looking yeah. at Sinistero, let me tell you that. Yeah, yeah. Um and Saints just seem stale as fuck. Like um yeah, I just get relegated. Please stop. <laughs> we won't um, I, I like going to watch free Premier League football. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not convinced about either of them too. And then Everton, beyond that, Everton, yeah. Brentford, um, Brentford second season syndrome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a there's a fair old team in the mix. I mean, Everton like getting done 4-0 by yeah. Minnesota and then Frank coming out and saying all this shit about all his players about how none of them care and all yeah. the, like really dragging them all and, in and pre-season and- <laughs> fucking hell say something for when the league starts yeah but then uh, I think he came out uh, yesterday and he was saying about Deli Ali like Deli Ali's gonna be the man this year I completely forgot Deli Ali was there like honestly <laughs> until you've just said that and I have poured over every single squad <laughs> in the league like a hundred times and I mm. completely forgot he was there I thought he was on loan when <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean he is he the first manager to go this season it's got to be hasn't he mm. I think it's I think it's a good shout Thomas Tuchel Thomas Tuchel is a good yeah. shout as well yeah um yeah, I think my money's on Frank. Yeah, mine is as well. Or, or Tuchel. But then we don't know how the new owners are going to react, do we? That's the only thing. The new Chelsea owners, we're not sure. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not Roman anymore, is it? I mean, if it was a Bramovich, yeah. T- Tuchel might be on his last legs already. Yeah. Some of the stuff he's come out with. But we're not, you know, it, they might show a bit more patience. Yeah. Yeah. Right, let's do a couple of would, would you rather then before we finish. Um, I got. I put a tweet out and asked if um, anyone had any, and I got a few responses. So let's uh, go with the first one here. So who would you rather draft? So it comes to your pick. These two players are available. Which one would you take? The first one is Foden versus Sancho. So I'll go with you first, Nathan. What are you thinking? I think it's a hard one, to be honest. Um Sancho. Okay. Why? I think he's guaranteed minutes. Yeah. Um, and I think that the Ten Hag system suits him. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I like that. Mike, Foden versus Sancho? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Sancho. I think he's going to be a bit of a gem this season. And I think with like Alvarez coming, Haaland, I think Foden's like dropping down a bit, to be honest. I don't... I don't think he's going to be that much of an asset. Yeah. I th- I, he's he's going to he's, well. Sancho will have many yeah. more minutes than Foden. Yeah, Foden's going to be sharing time with um, with Grealish and also with Mares and yeah. M- Bernardo Silva as well. So just, That's yeah. it. See, this is interesting because when I saw this, I was like, Foden, instantly. So that's interesting. I, I think Foden, and I, I agree with what you're saying, but then on the other hand, like... Foden started like 16 games in a row last year, played mm. more minutes than any other attacker in the side, like mm. any more member of the front three. He can play on the right and the left and the false nine. I feel, I feel like I, I, there's a kind of assumption that when Haaland doesn't play, we think it's probably going to be Alvarez, but it wouldn't surprise me if Foden gets a shitload of minutes of false nine because he played there loads last season and they won the league but comfortably mm. and yeah. well, maybe not comfortably, but they, they played their best football without a forward last year. And I, yeah, I think he, I mean, the only downside is I don't think he's actually gets as many points when he plays false nine as when he plays mm. wide. Yeah. Um, just because he, he spends more time occupying defenders and linking the play and stuff. But I think for me, it's still Foden. And the other, the other thing I think this kind of goes underrated in draft is that if you, own a player that premium like, player yeah if you if you own a premium player that doesn't play it's so i'm trying to word this right right sancho will play minutes in every single game mm-hmm. right that he's fit for it if he doesn't start 
he'll come off the bench. So you're always guaranteed to get at least one point, which is fine, but that also means you're guaranteed not to get a sub. Yeah. Whereas there'll be plenty of games this season, I think, where Foden will not come off the bench. And even though the total points, when you look at them, one might be higher than the other, that doesn't count for the zeros that he got. You get you yeah. get a sub player. And if you've got yeah, a deep means, squad, yeah. like even if if someone misses eight games in a season and you get two points for all of those, that's yeah. an extra 16 points over the season. Like yeah. It does add up quite a lot. So you're saying point, you points bench. points per game. So like if he plays, yes. he's going he's gonna to be like a high scoring exactly. player. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think, I, I do think he will actually play a lot. Um, mainly, I just think, like I said earlier, in the games where they play a real deep block, Foden's very useful for, for Pep. And they mm. play a lot of teams. Like a lot of teams will sit deep against C because you kind of have to. So yeah, it's, it's Foden for me, but it is quite close, I think. But yeah, for me, yeah. for me, it's Foden. But mm-hmm. there we go. Right. Okay. Next one: Madison versus Mares versus Kulusevski. So you can only pick one out of the three. Mike, I will go over to you first. It's your pick. You're on the clock. Um, Which one are you going to go for? Madison. He's guaranteed the minutes. I think good points for her. We said about Kulu already with Richardson. He might swap out. You know. Yeah, and Mars is the same. It's a city player. I'm sick of last season. I think I'm You're sick of them. Four <laughs> or five city players. I think I had at the start, and maybe two played each week. It's a nightmare. Constant, constant reversal, change in the lineup every week. It's just pet roulette. Mm-hmm. Just don't like it. Fair enough, Naif? Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree as well. I think there's a thing of um, of having. When, when you're drafting, picking who is the at least top two players in each team. If you're if you if you, if there's a top if there's a top two player available from like one of these teams and like then the your table teams mid table teams yeah. and then you're thinking like oh maybe a little bit of a rotation player who plays for like a better team or something like that. I think I'll, I'll rather go for. A guaranteed minutes and a guaranteed like he, he is their creator. Madison's their creator, no doubt. Sco- uh, takes yep. corners, free kicks. He's always looking up, looking for shots, looking for assists. So yeah, he's he's like Leicester's best player. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it's interesting. I think this is kind of an insight into how we all play the game differently because I. You say Mara, I would say Mara's. Yeah, I would. <laughs> and it and it's it's the same. I'd probably use the same argument versus yeah. the Foden one in that um, it's that explosivity. Yeah. I think which I like from Mara's. Mm. Madison. I mean, it is close. And my, in my rankings, I've got Mara's higher. Um, I think it's one of those that it all depends on who you're. Because this is probably second round, right? All mm. three of these players. Um, We'll go second round. Maybe Kulusevski might go third. I don't think Kulusevski's in this. I don't think. No, no. I think it's Mares versus Madison is is the decider for yeah. me. Um, mm. Both of these are going to go in the second round, and I think my answer would depend on who I'd picked in the first round. I think if I had someone that play, say I had um, Harry Kane in the first round, mm-hmm. then I would pick Mares because Kane plays like. Yeah. He's not a rotation risk. There's no risk that he doesn't start when he's fit. Obviously, he, he's got a bit of an injury history, but you can't really vouch for that. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think if my first pick was someone with a bit more risk attached, lie, or or if I'd gone Trent in the first round and I wanted mm-hmm. a mid that is going to be there every single week, then I would go Madison. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I, th- I think it is It is dependent on your team, I think. You can't... Mm-hmm. The thing is, you can have a... And this is, like, people always say to me, like, I've been getting DMs about rankings and stuff. And, like, most of the time, my answer is, like, it... Especially people that you're going to be picking from, like, the third to seventh rounds, like, mm-hmm. it depends on who you already have massively. Like, you can't yeah. just be like, oh, they're the next best player. Like, mm-hmm. that doesn't always work like that, yeah. I don't think. Mm-hmm. So that's a long way of saying I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I would say if 
if it was me last year, 100% I would have been going Kulisewski. Really? Yeah. I think if Richarlison wasn't there, I'd probably pick Kulisewski. No, no, but I mean, like, um, my mentality for last year. Like, I I love players like Kulisewski and like, I I love these European players that come into into You get too excited. Yeah, yeah. You forget (laughs) that sometimes they don't work out straight away. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I, I say, like, this year, my tactic is to go a little bit calmer. Yeah. Not, not go for I, outrageous. I, I know shots. what you mean. Like I, I even, even you do get swept up in the transfer like excitement yeah. of, of yeah. new players. But I, for the last few years, I really try and avoid. Mm-hmm. Um, like to be honest, it was Timo Werner that kind of ruined it for me when he signed. <laughs> what was that? Three years ago, maybe. Yeah. Like yeah. I was, I didn't get it. I didn't draft him. I was just really excited. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would have drafted him if, if he was available when it came to me, but he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just was like, Oh, it doesn't always work. <laughs> like yeah. it seemed so perfect. And like even Lukaku last year seemed on paper, absolutely perfect. And then it ruins your season. So mm-hmm. yeah, be, be cautious. Okay. Next one. Uh, two, just two more to go. Bowen. I have got Bowen versus Bowen written down. Yeah, Does anyone else have that? Yeah, yeah. Hang on, let me check my DMs because this is. <laughs> I'm not sure how this has happened. Uh, I'm going to go Bowen for this one. <laughs> yeah, I just, I literally went to read that out. Then Bowen versus Bowen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. It was Bowen versus Havertz. Is the actual um? Is the oh, actual okay. One. So I'll go to you, Mike. Let's let's see what you um, got this. I think they're both guaranteed to start. I think Havertz is going to start. He is going to be their main boy. We've said it like Havertz, Mount, Sterling. Um, is Bowen going to have the season he had last season? I don't think he is going to imitate it. He's still going to get, be good. He's going to get points. Mm. But he far exceeded any expectations of last season. I don't think anyone can disagree yeah, with that. I agree. But yeah, I, I'm going to say Havertz. I'm going to go Havertz, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Nate? I'm just seeing who. Mm. It's tough. Bo- it? Bowen. Oh. Okay. Why? I think Antonio is going to play on the left. Okay. And I think Sch- uh, Schmacker is going to play through the middle. Okay. And uh, I, I like Schmacker. Gonna suit Bowen. Yeah, I, I like him. I think yeah. he, he might be good. Yeah. Um, no, like I, a, could, I, I look. He looks like a bell end. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. <laughs> completely. Yeah. Um, just, just to be clear. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think um, Bowen's going to have a similar season. Um, I don't think he's going to get as many goals, but I think he will get as many assists. Um, I can. Yeah. It's just. Um, yeah, I think West Ham just need to do a couple more sign-ins and then I think they're yeah. pretty pretty solid. I think West Ham will do okay. I don't think I don't think they'll do much worse than last year, much They'll be eighth better. again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They'll be I'd put a lot of money on them being between 7th and ninth. Like yeah. that is just where they are in the league. Um I would probably go Havertz. Um similar reasons to Mike. I think he's going to, I think he's going to, I really like him and I really want him to do well. And I'm trying to separate that from what, how I, yeah, I'm trying to be objective with it, Mm. but I've always like just thought, I think it's because he reminds me of Ozil to be honest, (laughs) but um, I think Bowen, I don't, the thing is last year he got, I think he got, eight fantasy assists last year. So like rebounds or winning penalties or, Mm -hmm. and I just think it like, I still think he'll get probably 13 assists, maybe 13, 15, Mm -hmm. which is still good. Um, And I think he'll probably, I think he'll probably get at least 10 goals, 10 assists, like, which is great. Um, But I fancy Havertz to do well this year. I think Sterling, he's never really had, I mean, he kind of had a semi-decent partnership with Werner when he was playing off the left and mm-hmm. he had someone who was stretching defences. Yeah. But Werner doesn't really, he's not really, a, he doesn't play off the wing effectively, really. It's not really his job. Mm-hmm. I think Sterling and Havertz seems like a match made in heaven to me. 
Um, mm. and I fancy they'll just, I think they'll dovetail well, and I think I think he'll have a good year. So yeah, I, I'd pick Havertz. Plus, forwards are thin on the ground, and it's nice yeah. to get a decent one. Is Havertz going to be a forward? This Havertz, year? Havertz is a forward. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, mm. Havertz is a forward. Um, that makes him more interesting. Yeah, it does because and and I know people always say, oh, it's worse if they're a forward because they get don't get the clean sheet point or they get one less point for a, a mid. But you have to think about you have to play a forward and you mm-hmm. generally need to own at least two. Yeah. So and in, in FPL you need to own three in draft FPL you need to own three. So you can't just say I wish they were all mids so they got more points because you need to have forwards. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think it's good to have. I think he's a better pick because of that slot, because there's just not that many forwards. Mm-hmm. Um, right, final one then. Uh, Cancelo versus Robertson. Um, this this originally was Trent versus Cancelo versus Robertson, but I've taken Trent out. Jesus, I think we can all <laughs> agree Trent's first. So I just took that out. I thought I'm not going to ask that. So apologies to whoever sent this in. This is the um, easiest one so far. Cancelo versus Robertson, Nafe. Cancelo. Yeah. Nothing Cancelo, much to say. Yeah. No, nothing much to say about it. He is Cancelo. That's it. Mike? Like, yeah, Cancelo. I'd... Just better. Yeah. He's just <laughs> going to get more points, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Top, top 15 pick. I think Robertson's a top 25 pick. I yeah. wholeheartedly agree. Well, that was easy. Yeah. I think I have Cancelo at 12 and I have Robertson at. 18 so mm. yeah pretty pretty much spot on spot on agree with that uh okay then well that wraps up all my would you rathers has anyone got anything they want to add before we uh get out of here just about uh our draft so our draft okay. is happening uh on saturday um yeah so i've just got um two questions oh yes Who- here we go get up what we got <laughs> Who's going to draft the worst team? Like, it doesn't matter about their position, just like, uh, because gen- generally, I, generally, I think uh, first first three picks, everyone chooses good players. And then after yeah. that, it goes off like to a shit. Absolutely to shit. Yeah. So, who, the first gonna- three rounds, I always think, oh, this is tough this year. Everyone's yeah. done, their, done a bit of work here. This yeah. looks good. Yeah. So, who's coming in? So who's who's gonna do who's gonna be that person? And then second is is Matt gonna chunder when he does his uh does his drinks? Okay. I'll <laughs> I'll go first. Question number two is yes, he will, because he's barely been drinking for the last like ages and he's got a big old dirty pint to do. So yes, <laughs> Mac will chunder uh for his sacco punishment, I'm sure. Um and I'm going to make him do it over the road as well. He's not being sick of the garden. <laughs> <laughs> There's a nice big pond over the road, so you can do it in that. Um, who will draft the worst team? I think is tough. I I think if Bohr is on auto draft, I would say Bohr. Mm-hmm. Uh, although, to be honest, he might he might do better on auto draft because he'll be using my rankings. So mm. at least he will just be like normal, sensible picks. He won't be picking fucking Benekafobe in round six <laughs> like he did before. So maybe not Bore actually. I think the worst team. See, my go-to is normally Nick for the worst. Mm-hmm. His draft teams always look really bad. I think Brad maybe. Mm. His, his drafts have been on the slope. For the last first time he's been distracted by a girlfriend as well yeah the girlfriend factor that's the girlfriend a good factor. <laughs> yeah he's not even started his draft yet we're two oh. days out what do you think mike uh question two mac will chunder he <laughs> he chundered in brighton i think we were in that last draft and that was a dirty point so yeah he'll just repeat last time <laughs> and worst draft jordan Russell, I think he's going to be absolute pants. He's doesn't know what he's doing. He wings it. He gets lucky, but yeah, he's. I, I mean, I lot seem of to remember might... around about this time last year, he was like obsessed with watching Let's Talk FPL. I, mm. That's why he picked Rafinha because he was like because Andy from yeah. Let's Talk FPL was like big <laughs> on him. So I'd be interested to see if he if he brings back the old FPL YouTube to to get his picks. Yeah. I think, 
Some people might say Mac, but I feel like Mac always drafts mm. an the, the, team. Yeah, the, fi- the thing with yeah, the thing with like Mac Jordan and uh, like Mac and Jordan is that they just go off of last year's points and yeah. then yeah. just like a hunch on okay, this new player Harlan. Okay, if he's available, then I'll pick him. But generally, they'll go off of just points. Yeah. So, which is obviously not ideal, but. It does kind it, of it stop, works for them. It, it mm-hmm. stops you getting caught in too many traps because if yeah. they did okay last year, they don't norm unless like the problem is you you do often see them draft people that no longer have the same spot in the team. Yeah, you know, yeah. People, for instance, Kulisevsky. Oh, I'll put money on it. Then Mac drafts him. I, yeah, like second round or Kulisevsky. or someone like Connor Gallagher who yeah, exactly. won't be playing yeah. for Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> Although sneaky, do you mm. know? I think Conor Gallagher might be the kind of no one's going to draft him, right? Mm. And and no one should draft him. But something tells me, and you can clip this when I'm completely wrong. <laughs> something something tells me, come like January, when Chelsea have had a bit of a meltdown in midfield, he'll get like a run of games and do really yeah. well, and then be like a really good pick for a while. Depends if it's going to be him or Ruben Loftus Cheek. Mm, yeah, well, we've been saying the same thing about him for years. Yeah, yeah. Cool. What about, yeah. So, what about you then, Nath? Any, any? Um, do you I'm, think I'm, I'm looking forward to the video uh, <laughs> of yeah. of Max Chandra. Make sure you get that. Yeah. And then uh, the worst drafter. I think Connor's gonna go mm. too heavy on United. Risks. Yeah, yeah, too many risks, something like that. So, yeah, I'm thinking... It wouldn't surprise me if he's got that team that Mike had last year where we mm. go, hang on a minute, Mike, your first six picks, none of them are nailed. None, start. Like, none yeah. of them start. And he's like, yeah. oh, my God, what have I done? Yeah, yeah. Or or, or actually, it could be Dave. The way that he picked his draft um, for the Twitter league was... Uh, Interesting. Shambolical. Five mids and then three forwards. <laughs> Yeah, not Wild. even good mids, not even good no. forwards. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right, boys. Um, I'll wrap it up there then. Thank you very much for joining me. Um, I look forward to seeing you, Mike, at the draft and, and chatting to you, Nathan, yeah. in my ear on uh, Saturday. Yeah. Um, you should be able, because I'm going to do the the draft is going electronic this year for the first time in eight mm. years. Should be able to so, see it. So, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, you should be able to see it. So mm-hmm. you might have to, ref- so it'll be on like an iCloud link. Mm-hmm. Um, so it will be like a web page. You might have to refresh it to see every pick go up. Yeah. That's not a big deal, is it? So yeah, it should be good. Right. Let's get the hell out of here. Thank you for joining right. me and we will see you next time.